lost sheep back to the 99. As you know, we don't have a river to dunk you in, but we cleaned out the muck sink, and, um, yeah, you might just want to take off your shirt. Okay, nope, see, I can't do this. I'm sorry, I really want us to get along. I do, but I can't pretend to believe in something I don't, and I don't. Chapman, we've all had our doubts. No, see, this isn't doubts. I believe in science. I believe in evolution. I believe in Nate Silver and Neil deGrasse Tyson and Christopher Hitchens, although I do admit he could be kind of an asshole. I cannot get behind some supreme being who weighs in on the Tony Awards while a million people get whacked with machetes. I don't believe a billion Indians are going to hell. I don't think we get cancer to learn life lessons. And I don't believe that people die young because God needs another angel. I think it's just bullshit. And on some level, I think we all know that. I mean, don't you? The angel thing does seem kind of desperate. That you as a Christian. I am, but I got some questions. Look, I understand that religion makes it easier to deal with all of the random shitty things that happen to us. And I wish I could get on that ride. I'm sure I would be happier. But I can't. Feelings aren't enough. I need it to be real. I gotta go. I tried to be your friend. I hope he makes you very happy. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. <laughs> Most often, right. one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one. And I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say, no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. We're nothing prepared for this show. So here we are. Hey, episode two something. 61. 261. We will not hit 300 this year, but we will next year. If we're still doing this. Like, seriously, today I was like, oh, I don't want to fucking do this. Is there going to be any way to <laughs> remind me at show number 300? Yeah. How am I going to remember to do, this is Sparta? Oh, yeah. That's how we would have to do it. We'd, We'd have, have to, to totally it. do it. We yeah. should actually watch 300 for the 300. <laughs> Seriously, that's what we should do. We could. 42 we could. came it'd out just be too a, late. It'd be a lot of music. <laughs> yeah. And then we'd have to talk in yeah. slow motion. <laughs> And they go really uh, fast. Yeah. So I saw a couple of movies. All right. I don't. I haven't. I, you I haven't. So what have I seen? I saw Planes. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. We were going to talk about that. Yeah. We we're going to talk about that. Um, I was really 
disappointed when I saw John Lasseter's name. Yeah, kind of a misstep on it. What, from what I'm hearing like, from and, these and guys. it's one of those things where I like to think that during the production of Planes, yeah. that every night he went home and just went, can't wait till this fucking thing is over. You think that happens like I don't, on bigger movies like that? Because Planes pretty high profile. They've been running previews for that forever for like three years. Yeah. And it's it was. I mean, everybody says it. It's a great DVD release that happens yeah. to be shown up in a theater. Um, it wasn't as clever as you would expect. Well, it's an airplane that's afraid of heights. That's not clever at all. And they didn't really u- utilize that for humor. They really? utilized it as kind of a plot point here and there. Okay. But they didn't utilize it for humor. And people saying, and I'm going to spoil the shit out of this for it's folks. Planes. So sorry. It's not right. Man of Steel. So... Um, everybody's comparing it to cars, and in a way, it is. There's a big race that they have to win. Okay, but the difference That's being an easy, yeah, way to compare. But there's it, a though. there's a the difference being that in uh, in cars, Lightning McQueen was you know he was at the top of his game, and right. you know humility. He needed to be brought down a few pegs. Right. Plus, and, he had to learn to just enjoy life. Yeah, and just sort of, you know, get off his high horse a little bit. Yeah. Um, this is, and you know what's kind of That's fucked up? That's the thing about cars. They tried to cram two messages into it. Yeah. Because the humility was repaving the road. Mm-hmm. And then slowing down was yeah, uh, getting just, some uh, right. car, well, that's, some car yeah, tailpipe. Little, yeah, he got some. <laughs> yeah. So, um, fuck that Italian chick. Uh, anyway, so... Um, Anyway, yeah. and but Plains is more a, um, you know, he's a small town guy who needs to get his confidence up and, and stuff like that. Um, so it's, you know, the similar idea, but from different ends of that sort of, you know, self-confidence spectrum. Okay. Um, we started to talk a little bit about the voices. Yeah. The first time I saw a trailer, it was John Cryer, and I thought the voice was great. Mm. They changed it to Dane Cook. Yeah. Which... Which is weird. Which was, I think, wrong because Dane Cook's Dane Cook is more of a Lightning McQueen. Yeah, than Dane a, Cook. What is his name? Dusty Crophopper. Yeah, du- um, that's his name, Dusty. Um, Dane Cook's voice is more. It's sort of more snarky. It's not really good at being yeah, he, humble and, he can't help and it. you know self-deprecating. He's, yeah. I mean, and that's just the sound of his voice. That's just how it works. And for right. him to sort of dial back that confidence, it doesn't. It didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It's not that I didn't buy it. I just didn't feel for Dusty. I didn't really care. Right. You know. Right. Where. Um, and well, we had said like I, like I thought initially that it was Dave Foley. Dave Foley would have worked. Well, he Flick is the character that yeah. Dusty apparently needs yeah. to be, right? Most definitely. Most definitely, yeah. And I think that um, th- this would have been a better Pixar movie, mm. I think. that Because they could have played on, like I said, that whole, like, afraid of heights thing. That's yeah. a really, really interesting thing. That's interesting in the same way that, like... What's going on with the monsters behind your closet let door? Me, let That's me like the this. interesting type of stuff that Pixar did. 
does. What, did did he talk about his job is to fly like ten feet off the ground because he's a crop and duster? He, yeah, and he used was that disgust. Yeah, it definitely okay, was. Okay. So then and it's used, not like just like a cheesy thing. It's like this is how high I go. This is this yeah is, okay. All right, and all right. but what's interesting is that they use that to his advantage. Okay, you know, like the guy, the 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 airplane coach and him, you know, used it to his advantage. Yeah. It was great, and okay. and it worked to a certain point. It's just like look, you're going over the Himalayas, you got to get your shit up there, right? You know, but then he, you know, he talks to someone, he finds a way. It's a little plot point and stuff like that to stay lower. Okay. When going over. And then, like, later, he definitely needs to do it, and he finds the balls, and he does it. Okay. All right? So, great. But I just think that if it had gone through a Pixar story mill, um, it would have been a little bit more clever, a little bit more fun. It wasn't... It wasn't funny. It was well, punny, which we all know I have a problem with. I'm curious to see who wrote it, so I'm going to look it up. Because I don't expect you would remember. I... I don't remember. So let's see. You, you IMDB in that bitch. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. We will see. Uh, Jeffrey Howard. John Lasseter. <laughs> but I'm sure his name was all over it anyway. And Clay Hall. The screenplay was by Jeffrey M. Howard, who wrote the fucking Tinkerbell movies, which I would yeah, assume which are, pretty are good. better. But here's the thing, though. All right. He Tink- wrote he wrote the three Tinkerbell ones, Planes and Planes Fire and Rescue. Okay. You and know he what? worked on Escape from LA. That's weird. Well what's really what's really interesting though, Tinkerbell, okay? Have yeah. you watched that with the girls? I've multiple times. Okay. Yes. Now let me ask you this. Yes. It's fine sitting in your living room, right? If yeah. you were to go to a theater and see Tinkerbell, and it shouldn't matter, but it kinda does. All right. If you were to see the Tinkerbell movie yeah. Yeah. in a theater it's the same thing as the as the the My Little Pony movie that we went and saw. Tickets were five dollars. Yeah, it was a five dollar ticket. Sure. No, but I'm talking but about regular price, a regular release, marketed the way Planes yeah. has been marketed. Yeah, you know, it would have been like. Uh, I think I think a couple of Tinkerbell movies sound better than Planes. It would have been it would have been disappointing, and I think yeah. that's where Planes was. It was it was fine. You know, yeah. but I, but they're also coming off of uh, Tangled. We got the trailer for Frozen. And uh, Wreck-It Ralph was the Disney stuff that was put out. And it sounds like it's just shit compared to Wreck-It Ralph. It's not... Well, Frozen looks pretty good. Yeah. But Frozen is another one of the like, oh, there's an evil queen and we got to go fight her. Yeah, but at least it's like from... You know, at least they're not recycling princesses. I'll give them that. Yeah, but it's... I mean, come on. Fucking Oz, Narnia. There's always, Uh, like, this magical place. You you have two girls at at home. I have two girls upstairs. Keep making movies I can take them to. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I'll tell you. Do you know what Lily's most recent favorite movie has been? Pacific Rim. No. um, (laughs) Man of Steel. Because we'll be talking about movies. and She'll say, you know what I really liked? Man of Steel. Now, Why? What she, was it about it? I think she really enjoyed the action, and Lily's got a pretty sophisticated sense of like storytelling yeah. and stuff like that. She, she was really well, that, she was that's still now. I'm thing. confused why she liked that because Man of Steel was, was not a sophisticated movie. I I think that has she not seen Superman two? I <laughs> she has. We well, you know what? We've Cole Cole's really funny because he he 
read somewhere that it was a retread. And he's just like, I don't want to waste my time. I already saw Superman one and two, <laughs> and I was just like, dude, you should see it because it was it was in it was two years spectacle. you're gonna want to see. But Superman, you don't need to Superman, see this to, to, to enjoy Superman Batman. You don't need to watch Man of Steel. I think. I don't think. You and mean, of course, I'm talking about a movie that hasn't even been written yet. Right. But you know? we know who Superman is. We know who Batman is. Just fucking do it. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's why it. they should just do one to one. Oh, I read um, there was a Star Trek convention. Or there was a comic book convention. Like they got all a bunch of Star Trek people together, and they had them vote on favorite Star Trek movie, like favorite to worst. Yeah. Into Darkness was dead last. Really? What was first? Con? The yeah. second one? Yeah. yeah. But past Insurrection, past all of the, the, the shitty Borg shit. next generation <laughs> ones, like Into Darkness was ranked list. Probably because it's newest and it's like, oh, you said it wasn't Con for a year and it fucking was. And yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think I can spoil that movie because basically it's just look at our special effects. Yeah. And I'm a little nervous with him now with Star Wars. I hope he understands Star Wars more than he understands Star Trek. Yeah, but it, there's also I think that there's I think he's going to be he's got he's got more people watching. He's got him. more people yeah. watching him, you know, and yeah. I trust Kathleen Kennedy. All this guy needs to do is get a get a performance out of people and set up shots. Yeah. Cuz the cinematographer can handle how pretty it looks. Yeah. So just keep those fucking lens flares out of there. And um you want to hear a rumor? Spoiler alert rumor that yeah. I read. Uh, Ian McDermott has apparently been cast in episode seven. Yeah, I thought we knew that already. But there... The yeah, there's speculation about how. The rumor is interesting, and I like it. What As a kind of ghosty ghost? Yeah, that he had another apprentice. Yeah, that could be interesting. I'm like, okay, all right, that's... And then that could be anybody, because then they would have to age... The 20 years, or however far it's going to be, since uh, well, the Jedi was 83, so those people aged in real time. So add 10 years into the Star Wars universe, because the whole cast is beat to hell. Yeah. And can we talk about actors for a second that like just are uh, have outgrown their roles? Okay. Harrison Ford's looking tired. Like, just like, uh, like Cowboys and Aliens... The Indiana Jones one, he just, it's like, it's like no man could do what he's doing at his age, right? And then I watched the G.I. Joe, the second one, The Retaliation. Yeah, who's in that? Bruce Willis. Yeah. He he looks bored out of his fucking mind. Oh, my God. Did you hear what Stallone did? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I like Bruce Willis a lot, but I've seen some of the interviews where he's just being a total dick. I think he, yeah. I, I think he I looked think, at his bank account and went, I got enough fucking money. Who gives a shit what I do now? Well, he told Stallone, I want four million. He wants a, a million a four, day. A million a day. Yeah. And then Stallone comes out, you're greedy and lazy. And then uh, all over the... Um, that Babylon. That Did you was hear the, that? No, but oh, that was that was the comment from Stallone that made me think about, you know, Bruce Willis. Like I, I liked him showing up as the original Joe, but like he was just like, all right, we got to go over here and do this. Okay, yeah, it's fine. You know, it's like okay, I get it. You're the old action star, but like, fucking punch it yeah. up a little bit. You're getting paid to act. So yeah, act like you're happy to be here. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those uh, things. But we were just talking about how that chick from that 70s show died yeah. and uh, and how people squander this really cool fucking job that they get to do. You yeah. know what I mean? They get bored with it. I mean, it's like it's like everything else. It's like, 
when I was working at, at, at a, a movie theater in Burlington, there was a kid that was stealing money from the concession stand, and he actually bragged about it because it was that commonplace for him. And uh, I noticed it with uh, girls I was dating that when they would cheat and it would get too easy, they would get sloppy. So anything that like porn, I'm totally bored with porn. Um, <laughs> but like anything you 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 indulge in a lot, whether it's your job or whatever, you get bored with it and you're going to get sloppy. And you need somebody to say, "Hey, fuck with, smarten up." Yeah. So Bruce Willis, please come on. I'd like to see Bruce. Get that back again. I'd like to see Bruce do more acting type of stuff. He was good in, yeah. you know, like things like Sixth Sense, which I know, you know, it's fifteen years ago and whatnot. But but that was kind of subdued as well. Yeah, but I mean, that was the role. That was the character. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't give that much of a shit what goes on behind the camera, unless it's like actual movie related. You know, like yeah. I don't know, like like Christian Bale's whole rant on the Terminator Salvation thing. Like, dude, you're making a shitty movie in a franchise that shit the bed twice. You know, nobody cares. You know, yeah. and that's kind of why I'm not. I was too jazzed that he was he was Batman. It's, well, like, it's one of those things. I like, I don't care. Kind of like no one really wants to know how sausages are made. Just you know, just give me the sausage. As you know, yeah. because you know you got personalities, big personalities, and there's a yeah. lot of money and there's a lot of pressure. And um, yeah, so I, I don't blame anybody that that follows celebrity stuff like that. That's really like interested in the inner workings and the stuff behind the scenes and personal lives. Personally, for me though, I could give a shit. Like Entertainment Tonight was on in a house I was in, and not having cable now for a month. Holy shit! Yeah, it's, it's weird. No, it, well, yeah, but it's like I never knew how much I was. Hey, tied to broadcasting, it? like no, I didn't announce any of this shit at all. Oh, okay. I have no breaks made. I'm gonna do it all tomorrow. Man, it works. Um, is shirt. I know, and I've got the new camera and everything. Um, but anyway, like, sorry. I, but like, I look at the stuff and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like, I walked into the room the other night. Everybody had gone up to bed, and I got my food because I came home from work late. And I'm like, and I looked for the remote for a second. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't have that. I'll pick something that I actually want to watch. Yeah. Instead of whatever's on. Because I would just watch whatever the fuck is on. Now, there's a couple of shows that I'm interested in. Um, reality shows, oddly. There's the there's a cosplay one on sci-fi that I think my girls would really like. Because there's a bunch of girls in the on the yeah. show. And, you know, positive role models. I can do this. And yeah. All that stuff. I got to check it out first yeah. and make sure. Um, but, like, I watched One Crazy Summer. And I followed that right up next with summer school, right? And I'm like, that that was a fun night. I enjoyed One that. One Crazy Summer is awesome. It is. That's that's John Cusack, yeah, right? With Bobcat. Yeah. It's it's and, the, like the unofficial sequel to um, Better Off Dead. In my you know, yeah, yeah, it kind of is. It's the same. Sequel. Yeah, it's the winter. It's the summer version of that winter movie. Um, yeah. And then um, one cra- and and then the other one, summer school. Summer school. That's uh, Mark Harmon and Mark- Kirstie Alley. Seriously. Yep. And Dean Cameron and Courtney Thorne Smith. Yes. And uh, Shawnee Smith, who was in Saw. She was the pregnant girl uh, in yeah. summer school, and then she was like his accomplice in Saw. And it's like really fucked up to see this like blonde, curly haired, pregnant girl all smiley and shit 
and then realize that 20 years later she's going to have like put a shotgun collar around somebody's yeah. neck. <laughs> I loved that movie. That, that was, was a lot of that fun. That was a good movie. It's yeah. funny. But it's but it's really weird like I'll watch But those on Netflix? Uh those were Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Amazon, yeah. Um I saw Haywire. What is that? That is an action movie with some girl named Gina something or other. It came out a couple of years ago. Okay. Ewan McGregor was in it. Antonio oh, okay. Banderas is in it. Michael Douglas. They, it's huh. like they made this shit on the like during the weekend or something like that. Um <laughs> It was, I was, what was really strange about it, I watched it, I'm just like, wow, this is not great. The fight scenes were pretty cool. I would have liked to see more of them. Okay. Um, but, and then it finishes up and it's like directed by Steven Soderbergh. And I'm like, really? I would have expected better from him. Huh. So, I mean, the, like I said, the fight scenes were, were pretty good. There were just too few of them. Oh. So, and it's, you know, it's fine. It's one of those things. The government wants to kill her, blah, blah, blah. She makes her way through everybody. She has to kill, figure out why, and then kill the bad guy. So, you know, um, so, but it was, it was fine. Oh, kick ass. We have to go see that. Yeah. When is that out? It opens tomorrow. Oh, shit. This, my, this whole weekend is totally fucked for me. So I um, might be able to do it Sunday night. I'm we'll gonna, figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But um, yeah. So I'm trying to think. Um, what else? Did I? I saw something. We watched. Else. We watched the girls. The girls. I saw Elysium. Oh no! I don't know. We're not going to talk about that. Why? Because I want to see it. Okay. I don't want to know anything at all about it. Okay. Did you like it? You don't want to know anything that part, about it. That's not. That's your opinion about it. That's not about. But it, it. may. But it may. Ah, uh, fair enough. Which is weird because I went and saw District Nine like at a midnight show, yeah, like by myself because nobody could go. <laughs> and this one, I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. Like, I get it. It's healthcare in the future. <laughs> no, that's that's really mean. He put a lot of work into that. Anyway, um, the girls have been watching a lot of that Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated, yeah, which actually. Is the only Scooby Doo I've ever liked. Did you see the Scooby Doo vampire? I mean, um, zombie slayer mashup thing. They did these photos or some art where no. the where this where the Mystery Machine gang are like zombie killers. Oh, <laughs> it looks pretty good, actually. If I the pictures are on the internet somewhere, I'm sure. There was one episode that we watched last night that I actually made them start over again. Um, now follow me, okay. There's a mystery solvers convention or award ceremony or something happening, uh-huh. but Scooby's sick, so he's in bed sick, and um, he falls asleep, and then it does the dream thing. When he wakes up, they walk through the doors of the mystery solvers award ceremony, yeah. and it's the 70s animation style. Okay. Okay. And they scan across the tables, and there's four other groups. Funky Phantom, Jabberjaw, Speed Buggy, and Captain Fucking Caveman. Nice. All the sidekicks. I was hoping. I was hoping. Fucking Captain Fucking Caveman. I loved Captain Cave. I had remember back way back in the day, like like toward the end of the like about this time of year in the summer, there would be like 
like a TV show sort of like as a preview of oh, all yeah. the Saturday morning oh, cartoons yeah. that were coming and Every shit. channel had one. Every, and it's just like, this is what's coming yeah. Saturday mornings. You know, get your heart on going for yeah. Captain fucking Caveman. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, yes. And you would, and this is what you had to do way back in the day, kids. Yeah. You had to go like, oh, fuck, Captain Caveman's going to be on the same time as Shazam. What the fuck am I going to do? Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I'm going like, to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and the only thing that'll be on will be the fucking Barbara Papas, so I got to sit through that shit, and then uh, Smurfs for four hours, so that channel's out. Fuck that. No, I'm, I was even before the Smurfs. <laughs> Fuck those guys. But uh, but seriously, it was crazy, because you couldn't... You had to make those decisions. Yeah. Those are, yeah. And, just, and then there would be those times where there was like like that gap in time where there was yeah. nothing really good, and you're yep. like, all right, I guess yep. I'll watch ISIS. <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah, she guided a bunch of boys into maturity. Yeah, she um, did. Dinah Girl, Electra Girl, whatever her name was. That was way early. That was oh, early yeah. 70s. Um, but um, there, was one, uh, there was one episode where they went into a wax museum full of monsters, and they're walking along, and Daphne screams, like scream queen screams. And Fred runs over, what's going on? And she says, look, and points. And as they go to the to the tiny little brown statue, Fred says, let's go. We said we'd never talk of that. And it was fucking Scrappy-Doo. That's and awesome. And they totally shit all over him. I'm like, this wow. show this show is good. <laughs> wow. That's uh, they, or something where, like, where is that? We'll it's, never it's speak of it, it again. Netflix? One season's on Netflix, yeah. It's only three years old. The art style is pretty good. Matthew Lillard is um, what's his face, and um, that'd be Shaggy. Yeah. And the girl that played Velma in the movie actually did the voice of a of an Asian girl that looked like Velma. No, oh, really. They were they were friend kind of. Yeah, it was. There's really... a Scooby Doo porn out there. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> from what I've read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was never a fan of Scooby Doo. But this has so many references. Like, this is the third time I've talked about it on the show. Yeah, it's... Vivica Fox does the voice of a character. Oh, really? And this is, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the, the... They get the mystery. It's Mystery Incorporated is yeah. the name of their... The, there was another group of kids with an animal before them from that same town. And that's all part of the mystery of the show. Who were they? What happened? To oh, them? that's funny. Yeah, it's 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 pretty well thought out. Like we didn't have cartoons that were this well written when we were God, little. No, no, no. You, do you know what Frankie watched the other day and laughed his fucking head off over? No idea. And I watched, and I'm just like, oh my god, what was happening then? Oh God, it could have been anything. Hong Kong food. Oh, number and one super, super guy. guy. One and of my favorite shows. It was so absolutely bad. awesome. And yeah. if you watched it now, you'd be like, "Oh, I have." It's because we have the DVDs. Yeah. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And Frankie, yep. I mean, like Lily came down. <laughs> you got a picture of Lily coming down into the living room, right? Yeah. Looking at the TV, looking at me. Her face was just kind of like, you know, dude. I'm kind of you. Like in a second, that look <laughs> that says, "Usually you're on your side, but you're on your own on this one," because yeah. this is kind of fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but Frankie was just like, Mez just totally digging it. Like, holy shit, yeah. this is awesome. And laughing so hard. And then, and then, like about four or five episodes in, Frankie gets like, it's the cat. 
<laughs> and I really think that if Frankie had the language skills, he'd be like, the cat does all this shit, Dad. It's the fucking cat. Yeah, that's what we learned in the 70s, that all of your heroes are totally incompetent, and it's the sidekicks that yeah. do all the work. Yeah. My girls, uh, the other day, uh, I showed them the leaked convention footage from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. We, the, the, the footage where John C. Riley looks directly at the camera and says, they call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then off camera you hear somebody say, bunch of a-holes. <laughs> but there's this shot there's this shot of rocket raccoon which is now my girl's favorite character of all time it's a fucking raccoon with a machine gun right (laughs) but it it, it, he's rendered realistically so he's got those tiny little fangs and shit and the shot is it's this quick pan as he turns the opposite way the camera's going as he's firing the gun with his mouth like he's screaming yeah somebody made it into a gif that goes back and forth and back and forth and i thought ripley was gonna shit herself (laughs) she laughed harder at that than anything else the movie's got the nova core in it so like there's like there's something for like girl from doctor who's in it like i really hope it's not like too much for them because that will be a shitload of fun. There's a fucking talking tree that Vin Diesel's going to do the voice of. Have you yet watched Sharknado? No, and I don't think I'm going to. I want to watch it. I know it's horrible. That's kind of sounds like, you know, I want to watch Two Girls, One Cup. I don't want to, but I feel like I have to. <laughs> well, you know, Julie and I were talking. <laughs> Julie, Julie and I had this like sort of semi-serious conversation that almost erupted into an argument about Sharknado because we were looking for something to watch last night. I'm yeah. just like, oh, come on, somewhere on demand, somewhere, right? Let's demand Sharknado, <laughs> right? Okay. She's like, I've already I watched three minutes of Sharknado. I'm not watching it, right? So then we settled on this show called Motive or something like that. It's some TV procedural. Okay. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's just go have sex because this is wicked boring, <laughs> right? She's just like, I said, I can't, I don't care who, who killed this guy. I really, I'm glad he's dead, quite frankly. And I'm glad, I, I hope that whoever did it gets away with it. Um, so <laughs> she goes, what's wrong? I'm like, it feels really I'm like, is this Canadian? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I think it is. I'm like, there's just something wrong with it. <laughs> I said, it's the same thing I say about Degrassi. They're doing all the things that they've told, like making a TV show is supposed yep, to be yep. about, you know, but it's just like, you look at it and go, wow, this high school's got a really good AV budget. Yeah. You know, there's just something about its Canadianness. So when yeah. we got to talking about, she's like, you wanted to watch Sharknado. That is a fair point. I said, point. but but Sharknado, I know, right. is not quote unquote good. Right. Okay, but there's a certain pleasure in watching something that's shitty. Yeah. You know, and but, knowing that it's shitty, and knowing that the people who are in it know that it's shitty. Yeah. Because it's sharks who come out of a fucking tornado. That's okay. That's my problem. Is that it's like you're trying to make a shitty movie. And I don't, I don't like. I watch enough shitty movies, but, but you know what it is that like it's... I can't get behind the on purpose. Like I can do, I can do machete when you emulate a style, right? But emulating bad, I, I. Well, here's I, the thing. I'm, I'm How... holding out for my favorite title that I 
invented in my head. What? Tarantulanch. It's an avalanche of tarantulas. Tarantula. You know what? Tarantulanch. That's let's an awesome title, isn't get it? Get this to sci-fi. Because you know. I already sent it to him. I said, <laughs> all right, a mining expedition in the Andes in South America, and they blast through the wall, and there's a tar- uh, an avalanche of giant tarantulas that threaten the small village and orphanage that is run by Maria Conchita Alonso. Hope you saved that email because that's it's, it's on Facebook. When I, they boop. steal it from you, I, but you the, know what? Just, but here's the thing, though. But, yeah, but give me ten thousand dollars for that, and I'll be fucking happy. But you know what's what's great? Tarantula. But what's great is that <laughs> these guys had this fucking idea, yeah, and they went, okay, yeah. so a tornado over the ocean yeah. picks up all these fuck because you know that they were like sitting on a car at the beach going. Yeah. I was hey, I was you know actually what? I was okay with Sharktopus because they're doing two and three. That was kind of funny, and and then I um, I watched what the fuck happened to my microphone. And then I watched uh, I watched uh, uh, I was rewatching Futurama, and they totally stole the title from the like third episode of Futurama. They have a checklist of these hybrid animals on this alien planet, and it says clearly right on the list Sharktopus. It's like, oh, okay, you're not original. And then I'm just like, you know what, Julie? We could just as easily see zombies versus ninjas, too. She's just like, save those fucking ideas, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, I own them all. Every (laughs) stupid movie we've made over the last three years. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, like Birdemic is another one that was, like, made to be a bad movie. And it's like, I just... Bill makes me watch too many bad movies to start with. I just... I can't... There's a certain charm um, to 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 people like that have this innocence to them that they're like, I'm going to try and make a really good movie, and it turns out really shitty, but you can feel the good intentions behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I watched the trailer for Sharknado, which is all I could take, and I, and and it was just it it just came off as like smarmy and smug, well, and like look at what we did. Well, it's, it's like, one of those. So we we got into I this conversation know. about about like like where it stands in like pop culture. She says it was popular because a lot of people heard about it and watched it. I'm like like yeah. anything else that becomes popular, you know. She says, yeah, but I think that a lot of people went out there and watched it just to say, yeah, I saw that and be part of the conversation. Yeah. I said, but you yeah. know what? She says, not because it was good. I said, of course it's not good. Nobody's going to walk away from that going, oh, I laughed, I cried. It became a part of me. It changed my life. To be fair, you know? it could be somebody's favorite movie. That is totally it, it, possible. It really yeah. could be. And I'm like, isn't the 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 function of art or one of the functions of art to entertain yeah you know that's, that's and if the, it uh, also if it also you know changes minds and gets a point across and teaches a lesson fine but it teaches at a lesson, its base, any shitty idea its, can be thrown on tv at its base <laughs> if it entertains yeah. you know i mean it's everything from you know Shakespeare to, you know, jackass. Yeah, it doesn't matter that Sharknado is the uh, Bazooka Joe comic of the art world as opposed to, you know, like, I don't know. Watchmen. Sure. Yeah, no, it's but like... No, that was a beautiful movie to look at. I've only seen it twice because I just can't... I mean, I read the comic. Anyway, um... Or, or like Maltese Falcon or stuff like that. Right. That's like in higher regard. I don't want to go with the normal stuff that everybody always brings up. But like, 
It it it's it's I I'm, I wouldn't go so far as to say that it's important because it hasn't been that long. It, you, we don't know what kind of impact it's going to have on the Sci-Fi Channel, but right. Uh, but here he, here's here's what's interesting. Okay, yeah. Sci-Fi does some pretty good stuff. They okay. used to. Okay, they, they do. To. I mean, better than what's on network. I mean, network yeah. TV. Really, though, there's not a lot on network TV that's great. A few sitcoms. But there are no dramas on network. Oh, TV. network, no. Like you know, the, no. But the sci-fi, regular sci-fi four. used to have um, Eureka and Farscape and Battlestar. Battlestar at least was able allowed to end. Yeah, Eureka was allowed to end, rushed, but they allowed it to end. Uh, Warehouse Thirteen's gonna go. You know, it's like like all of their prescripted stuff is like, uh, yeah, we're done. Um, sci-fi used to be great, but like. If you want sci-fi stuff, like you watch Falling Skies, which may not be a great show, but I enjoyed it when I watched it. You know, I haven't caught up with it yet, but for this season. But, but like things like Sharknado, if people are going to watch it, and you know people are going to watch the sequel. Well, they're absolutely pandering to their demographic. Most definitely. And you know what, though? But Which is fine. Those, wanna... those things are going to pay help pay for other shit. Yeah. You know, that sci-fi will produce. You know what? I, I got to at least... Uh, it's not for me, you yeah. know, um, but good for them for making money off of a stupid fucking idea that me? shouldn't it's have made money in the a, first place. That's gonna, they're going to repeat it every year during Shark Week. It, there's going to be a yep. drinking game. Of course. You know what I well, mean? Well, they had Two-Headed Shark and, and Sharktopus. Like, they could do a whole fucking Shark Week all on their own. Yeah. But... But yeah, I say, I, I say never, more power to them. I've, you know? never, I've never been a fan of animal attack movies, as you know, listeners of outside the cinema will know. We had to do a top, <laughs> a top uh, six uh, animal attack movies, and mine were all fantasy animals. <laughs> it's like, oh, Dragon Slayer, yeah, because like Empire of the Ants isn't fun. Mm. <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, he's a fucking animal. Uh, he's a I said, and, and <laughs> Bill started to. Argue with me. I'm like, hey, hey, human beings are animals. I could have put any fight movie on this list I wanted to. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Speaking of fight movies, I have been jonesing for about two weeks to watch Kill Bill again. Yeah. And I have just, yeah. Just I turn on TNT. I think it's on. It's not the same. Okay. okay. All right. And I just haven't been able to find the time or whatever. And I was, and tonight I'm just like, you know what? We're, we're recording pretty early. I don't have to get up super early That's tomorrow. Cool. I'm going to go home tonight. So, like, after this, I'll go home, and I'll put on Kill Bill. Yeah. You know? I'll be all alone. Nobody will bug me. Right? So, about a half an hour before I leave the house tonight, you know, I hear my back door open and close. Yeah. And I hear footsteps. I start to turn around. Hey, Frank. I'm like, hey, Max, how are (laughs) you? With a sleeping bag. Oh. Fuck. So, I'm like. You and Cole want to watch Kill Bill at about one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> They're sleeping in the fucking. You don't want room. Max to watch with you because he's talked to the whole fucking thing. No, that's Nicholas. Oh, sorry, that's I Nicholas. That no, Max up. is actually Max is the one. Max and his little brother. When we brought Cole and we brought, I, I brought Cole, Max, Tyler, and this other kid Spencer to go see Planet of the Apes. Okay, all right. I uh, let them sit in their own little section. I was a little bit over from them and um, get them settled. I start to walk away and uh, Tyler, younger than, two years younger than Max, goes, now guys, remember, 
Frank hates it when you talk during the movie. And I know he's over there, but he'll hear us. So we really have to shut up. <laughs> and you high-fived that boy. I totally did. I walked back. I'm like, thanks, Ty, man. You're the best. He's just nice. like, I know how it works. Nice. Yeah, it was, that was funny. Um, no, I actually, good. I read a little bit about... Um, it's only been 36 minutes. Yeah, I know. It feels like we've been talking for like at I least know. 40. thought we could be done. Um, I know, right? Uh, anyway, <laughs> so why don't we take a break? Okay. I'll put the music in later. Be right back. Break there. All right. Let's do a thing for um, this next segment. Oh, okay. A thing. Unless you had something else you wanted to. Um, no. I okay. Could just sit and talk about this, movies all night. This is something that I think um, you it's will. It's a thing? It's, a, it's definitely a thing. Oh. Something that what? Hold on. I, I got I to gotta find it. Because... <laughs> I Please was, hold. I was not prepared. Your podcast is important to us. Okay, there's so many things we can do, but I want to take one thing and um, discuss it. So, literally and figuratively, okay? Okay, should I read that? Nope. That says? Okay. Um, I do like how they use the picture of um, Chris from Parks and Recreations, who uses the word literally like 12 yeah. times a show. Apparently, Merriam-Webster about two years ago changed the definition of literally to also mean figuratively. No! Uh, yeah. And now Google has as well. So I will read this. James uh, pointed out that uh, Merriam-Webster changed it. Um, I will... Uh, let me let me Google with the Google here. And I will, I will uh, literally... Literally, uh, in a literal manner or sense, exactly, or used to acknowledge that something is something, something, kind of talking like my kids, something is not literally true, but is used for emphasis or to express strong feeling. All right. One, if so, it's a secondary meaning, I'll, uh, I guess I have to suck it up. I don't like it. No. I literally 
hate it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now it I, can figuratively I, fuck itself. That's what I told Google to do. Yeah, I, I'm of two minds of this. Uh, in the '80s, did you ever describe anything as bad? And it's okay to admit it because I did. Um, I, I, you know what? I never did. I would say badass. I was more of a badass. Kind okay. Of guy. Okay. Okay. I was never a boss. No, kid. that was Riptide, and those people were fucking idiots. Yeah, but the word "bad" meant good. Yeah, which was a total like fuck the up. Only of the only thing definition. is just like you know, Shaft. He's a bad motherfucker, right? See, now when you did that, you're supposed to sort of cut me off and oh. say, "Shut your mouth." I said, "Let's do that again," oh. except with Shaft because he's a bad. Shut your mouth. Go. Just uh, talking about we, shit. Exactly. We need to rehearse more. <laughs> like we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> now, um, I I don't know what to think of this. They should have at least put it in like you know colloquially or something like. I that, said or... I said label it as slang instead yeah. of instead of an adverb. And uh, I, what are um, other people saying? What are other thoughts on this? The first comment here is so if we misuse a word long enough, they change it so it means what we think it means, like faggot. Or gay. Oh. I mean that that yeah, word. You go there too. You know it was it, it, words change, and I think as the old "get off my lawn, shake my angry fist at you" type of people that we are, we have to accept the fact that yeah, I mean um, that's the definition has changed. That's where the other half of my mind goes with this. It's just like language does change, and yeah. I mean it's it's interesting to live during a time where you literally see the definition change. Yeah. Okay, and that's I mean, uh, that's an interesting thing, and I don't want to be alive thirty years from now. Go, well, I remember what it was. Oh, fuck thirty years, I'll be dead by then, right? <laughs> I just I God, just realized I the other day that if people now are living to one hundred, I'm going to live to be like a hundred and five years old. Oh fuck, which I that. think would be pretty neat because I do want to see the um, the two hundred fiftieth. I want to I want to be alive to twenty seventy six, which I would have to be a hundred and four. Because that's the 250th anniversary, right? Of the country? 70, oh, of oh, the country. 76. No, no, sorry, that's 300, right? That'd yeah. 300. Because in 1976. This is Sparta. I don't know what the fuck's going on. The tricentennial. Yeah. Um, no, fuck that. I don't want to. Anyway, damn. anyway. Do I want to live anyway. another 60 fucking years? You could. Oh, fuck. No. And then don't, for, don't forget robot bodies. That could happen, oh, too. God, um, fuck no. I think, I think that it's, it's okay to use it. Um, this is me personally. It's okay to use it verbally to say, uh, my head literally fell off. Because, no, I don't. Because, so, because then you have tone and emphasis and you can, you can tell. Right, but if you said, if you you were to write online, my fingernail literally fell off, then you're going to assume, oh shit! But your the thing is, though, if it off. becomes if it becomes common spoken, it becomes it becomes part of the language. But and that's then the it thing, ends up like being like written. you and so, I and a bunch of the listeners will use literally uh, for the literal for the correct number meaning. one meaning. People younger um, that yeah. we that we used to work with at the theater say in their late twenties to teens yeah. and younger, my girls aren't going to do that because they actually know the difference between hard and difficult. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, you know, the difference between literally and because the first time some, one of them says, Oh, I'm literally on fire. I'm going to throw a cup of water on them. Oh God, I can't wait for that. Yeah. 
Be like, oh, you said you were on fire. I was worried. That will teach you. Um, <laughs> no, but I like what this guy I can see this comment here. Who's that? Daniel. Cock? I don't know. It's on um, whatever. I Fuck you, Google. People who use the word literally when they mean figuratively are wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's right. It's just like, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't think. I, I don't, you know what, the more I think about it, the less I like it. No, fuck you, Google, no. Well, it's I'm, not just Google. Merriam-Webster, the dictionary people. Well, Miriam can go fuck herself yeah. with her hey, dictionary. You know what? I have a dictionary. I have Webster's New World Dictionary right here. Let Let's me, see what it says. Let me look it up. I don't know how old this dictionary is. Every page in there says, Google this. <laughs> see Google. See Google. Let's see. Used to take me forever to look shit up because I would just start reading the pages. I'm like, oh, what's on this page? This is the worst story ever. <laughs> At least it's all in alphabetical order. <laughs> ah, linking verb, not even close. Literally, in a literal manner or sense, uh, actually. Intensive to modify a word or phrase. Yeah, no, it's it's just that one. In a literal manner or sense or actually, and this was this was probably from the nineties, I would imagine, the fourth edition of this. I don't even know where the fuck I got it. So we have literally gotten to a place oh, on the podcast where we're reading from the dictionary. It was bound to fucking happen, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. But we referenced three different definitions. So between 2004 and now, the definition yeah. has changed. That's too bad because it is. That's it's giving it to the common, the lowest common. I, I say label it as slang, and that's fine. So when someone says they're feeling shitty, yeah. But see, that's that's slang. James had um, had brought up. Um, I, I, I had a terrible migraine, so I couldn't debate the point that yeah. day. I just posted it and was basically, fuck you guys, Google, not yeah. the listeners. right? And he said that um, his definition, his example was really, that we use the word really incorrectly a bunch, you know, here and there. Um, and he said his, his example was that really chaps my ass. And he said that really means actually or literally. <laughs> And that would mean that it actually causes abrasions on your butt, right? My argument was that chaps my ass is colloquial for uh, makes me angry. Right. So really makes me angry, right? right? That's what it comes back to. So literally has to have a literal meaning and a colloquial meaning. Yes. And that's how it should be labeled. Yes. I'd be fine with that. But then again, it doesn't matter what I think. Does it? No, it's just, it. it kind of. I, I will use the word properly. Yes. And when other people do, like I, I try, I, I try to use language the way it's intended. You know, like we, we need do. to be, like we need to have more confusing rules. English is a really difficult language. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I do not envy anyone who has to learn English. No. Um. I thought that would last longer. That, no, but that's, I mean, it's it's interesting. I'd like to hear other what, what folks think about it um, because it is, it is, you know, like intellectually, it is interesting to see how language changes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, but on, a, have... on another level, it's 
no, motherfucker, that's not what this means. Yeah. Yeah. Because now literally means figuratively, which I don't... But I don't, a, how can you make something... Well, how mean, can how can how can bad mean bad and good? You know, it's spoken. Yeah, you it's, know? It's, it's 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 slang. It's I mean, if you want to say it, is it's you know it's but it's not a. I'm curious now. I'm going to look up the word bad and see if they do label it as slang. You know, for the one, yeah, for make the one that definition. yeah. I should type in define. Adjective adverb adverb. Uh, they look here because I didn't have it. Uh, not good. Having a wicked or evil character of poor, inferior, inadequate, inaccurate. Uh, noun. Uh, adjective. Idioms. Origin. Synonyms, My bad. Usage note. The adjective bad meaning unpleasant. Huh. It's not even there. Slang. Yeah. My fault. My mistake is my bad. Uh, in bed, uh, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. I. It's interesting. Um, like I do go to IO9 a lot, and that's where it came from. And um, yeah, I like some of their stuff. Some of it, I think that a couple of the it's writers fun. there are way too angry, and all they write is negative shit all the time. Mm. But uh, whatever. So, yeah, write in uh, podcast at gmail.com and um, write in to tell us what you think of um, literally meaning figuratively. Literally write to us. Yes, literally write to us and tell us about the figurative use of literally. And I want you to figuratively blow my mind. Who's hey, that douchebag hey, pink looking I was going to say, what the fuck is going on with the Olympics and why the fuck are they happening in Russia? Like, does everybody have to get in a time machine and go back to the 14th century to go to these fucking Olympics? I don't know. What is... Uh, I know that the Russians hate gay people. Yeah, they hate them um, to the point of making laws against them. Yeah. Uh, athletes comply with Russia's laws. I don't know what that means. Why don't we just not go? Uh, George Takei's response is, take the fucking Olympics away from them. That would be a better way to do he it. He said, "Hold them in Canada. They're already set up. Where they, you know, not set up, but you know, they yeah. were just there. Fucking do it again." And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I if I can get behind his reasoning, not just because of the laws, but he said, you know, um, back in the in the forties, the thirties, the early thirties, yeah. the Olympics were in Germany, and it gave all this attention and like like pull to the leader of Germany at the time. Yeah. And we knew what was going on, and we still kind of were like, well, we won't go. Because well, that was just Jews. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but, like, but like, if I'm you're going to hear gonna about that one If now, you're going to persecute a, a, a group of people, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Putin. We don't need a second Cold War. Just stay the fuck away. All right? We'll take your Jaeger away. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I um, yeah. You're not being a good international host. That's the whole thing. Okay. That's, yeah. You're being an asshole. I am figuratively. Very, there are. Pe- no, nah, I go literally on that. No, nah, because he's because no, like everything that comes out of his he, mouth is shit. Yeah, but he doesn't have nearly as much use as an actual asshole. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Um, and what is the head of the U.S. Olympics? This, what what the, our strong desires that our athletes come? So what is one of the events going to be fag beating? Well, then Russia would win. Yeah, they'll get a gold. Unless we have athletes from, never mind. Uh, the head of the U.S. Olympic Committee, CEO. Uh, the laws say you have to beat a gay guy. Well, then we'll, we'll beat a gay guy, I guess. We're just trying to get along. Yeah. Scott Blackman yesterday joined. <laughs> I don't know why that struck me as so funny. He joined with Russia and the International Olympics Committee to make clear that U.S. Olympic athletes must, quote, comply with Russian President Vladimir Shithead's draconian anti-gay laws while at the 2014 Winter Olympics. So basically, go to Russia, don't be gay, you leave, you can be gay after that. Uh, nothing, no, sorry, noting that Russia's laws banning homosexual propaganda are no different from any other law in any other country. Blackman what, what do you mean propaganda? How much you know what uh, is there a lot of gay propaganda anyways? Where, where is what, what is the gay propaganda? I don't know. I mean really what what is gay propaganda? Figure skating? What I mean, not what not to wear? I don't know. I'm not gay. I have no idea. <laughs> Recently there have been calls especially from Stephen Fry for Olympic athletes to make a physical gesture that could be seen as a show of support for Russia's LGBT community. Which, which is what? I don't know. I have a gesture, though. Putin's war on gays has weaponized an already toxic climate for the community in Russia. Putin has outlawed any expression of LGBT behavior or any support for LGBT people, including, for example, a same-sex couple holding hands or... Give me a break, though. You think Putin has not been in a situation where he's fucking two women at once and they're going down on each other? <laughs> Come on. We all know lesbians are fine. Well, hot lesbians. Oh. Uh, they're in <laughs> Russia, so... And it's Putin. You've seen right. Putin. He'll take what he can get. 55 minutes in, I have offended not hot lesbians and Jews. Jews. Okay. And you said faggot a couple times. Well, that's just because I hate bundles of sticks. Uh, let's see. Or, Not bags of dicks. Or liking on Facebook an image of a same-sex couple holding hands. The law is especially vague, allowing Russia's police to utilize it in a broad manner. We're looking to the IOC for some leadership in this issue, Blackman told the Russian news organization R Sport. Can you imagine what it's like to be like one of the power people in the in the International Olympic Committee, no, and they walk I, into work that day, and this is what's going on, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me! Yeah. Can't we just get back to doping?" Yeah. So here's the quotes: They have been in discussions with the Russian authorities. Is this winter or summer Olympics? Winter, winter I believe. Oh, fuck the Winter Olympics. So we're awaiting for some clarification from them. Our job, first and foremost, is to make sure that our athletes are prepared to compete and aren't distracted while they're here. Well, worrying about getting the shit beat out of you by roving skinhead fucking anti-gay gangs would be a little bit of a distraction. Although I bet if it was the Summer Olympics, the, the sprinting times are going to be a lot faster. <laughs> We're a sports organization, and we'll leave the diplomacy on the legal issues to the diplomats, and we're not going to get involved fucking cowards said the international olympic committee yeah, <laughs> <was supposed> yeah. <laughs> oh it's all so dumb oh this is bullshit here just don't go asked, asked about involvement if an athlete makes a protest he responded you can't judge in advance what you're going to do each games is different 
The athletes are always going into countries with laws different than his or her own country. They're going to agree with those laws in some ways. They're going to disagree with those laws in some ways. You are a piece of shit. You can't judge in advance. Basically, what he's saying is, well, I'm going to see how bad it is and how angry Putin gets, and then we're going to punish them from there. Here's what I think. I think that wherever the Olympics take place should be declared uh, a U.N. sanction and the, 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 the civil rights of people can be upheld and the human rights of people can be protected in whatever area it's in, kind of like an embassy. It's an international embassy. Yeah, it's just... Diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity, exactly. exactly. The lethal weapon defense. Exactly. And then that dude went on to fuck up Bill and Ted's adventure. He made it very, very bogus. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know why this is a fucking issue. Well, let me rephrase that. Because it's a fucking issue. Exactly, yeah. It's fucking disgusting. It's embarrassing. And I think this is one of the things that's just going to like push it right over the so top. So very for basically, it's, you go to Russia, you're gay, you're breaking the law, right? So now it's international athletes come in, what, don't be gay? I mean, they're going to be gay whether they're there anyways. So there was a, there was a, what are they, a, no homosexual activity? Who the fuck is going to care? What is a homosexual no? activity? I mean, what did always... Antiquing. What did always, <laughs> you got me on that one. <laughs> what it always comes down to is the actual act of intercourse. It's not like it's not like they're gonna be like, well, I don't have to slalom today. I don't think I'm gonna go fuck someone in the middle of Red but Square. But that's what it is. It's always like like the the sex part makes everybody uncomfortable. But is a gay act being in love with someone else of the same gender? Yeah, just like me being in love with my wife. I'm not fucking her right now, but it's still a heterosexual relationship. But aren't you? Well, she, she doesn't know how much money I just spent online. <laughs> Dude, you are fucked. <laughs> to, to, ding, ding, to change the subject for a second, the girls had all, a bunch of their Monster High dolls out on the, on the, the kitchen Let me table. tell everyone what I bought. <laughs> They, this, I, I come, I <laughs> and come, if I admit it in public, Ellen can't get too mad at I me. I come home to the weirdest shit. Ellen's, Ellen's at the table going over some bills. The girls just had a bath, so and they're five years old. So, of course, you know after a bath what time it is. It's rolling feathers time. It's, it's naked time. Oh, yeah. Because they're five years old. Yeah. So I come home. Wait, that stops at some point? Well, it's supposed to, I think. Yeah. No, it does. I come home to... Girls talking about a werewolf girl and a zombie girl switching shoes that they bought online by two little naked girls that are just absolutely insane. <laughs> there the, was the buying them online part yeah. that really kind of... But that's like that's the shit I come home to. Like Oh, so enough of this, this, this angering yeah. Russian shit, and I hope nobody gets hurt. Um but somebody will. Oh, and there's going to be a huge international incident because yeah. I think somebody's going to get killed. Think so? Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? They might not the, the the military or the police might not prosecute anybody for being gay. But 
they're not going to prosecute anyone for going after gay people. What about the hoodlums? Like, can yeah. you stop a group of nine guys from beating up a bobsled team? I well, mean, they're freedom fighters. <sighs> yeah, and they're fabulous. <sighs> so, um, before we get the feedback, because I'm going to kick you out of the house because I got to open tomorrow. It's 11, which isn't too bad. Yeah, that's not too bad. No. Um, Go watch Kill Bill. Ripley, the other day, she, she's, had this, she's had this confidence thing going on for a while where she was just really like... like Hesitant. Like, uh, yeah. And her voice would be all quaver like she was going to cry yeah. and she would ask for stuff and everything. And we sat her down. This is the weirdest fucking thing. We sat her down and we're like, why do you do that? And there was she had a dream that we like left her and like ellen just went and like yeah. she she thought we didn't care and like she's not losing her teeth like nova's losing her teeth and like she threw up because she got so excited yeah. to go on vacation and Dude, like, i got just, shit going on she was Dad. just like feeling bad and and, and uh, i said you know so we talked about it i told her a bunch of stuff you know about me and being confident and all that stuff and then the next day was like somebody flipped a fucking switch yeah she was a completely different person like she needed that reassurance that i fucking sparkle you're gonna be our daughter no matter what you will always yeah be here and it it was it was only a few weeks well it was a, a, a couple months actually a few months it was a little while that she was like it was like after school ended like she had no direction right. kind yeah. of thing and uh, we caught it kind of quick, and like she is just, she was singing a song. She, she did you see the post I made on Facebook? I didn't see it. She wrote a song. She didn't write it because she can't write, but um, she she sang a song called "The Dead Girl's Birthday." Okay. She made that up. They're they're fascinated by death at the, right now. Um, they got the Monster High dolls. One of them's dating Spider Man. One of them's dating Ken. It's all kind of very convoluted. But there's a zombie and all this other stuff, and you know, we watched a, we watched a really really shitty movie called Daddy I'm a Zombie. Um, terrible animation. It was the slowest. Mm. The, the movie felt four hours long. It was yeah. like an hour and a half. It was awful. But it was about a girl who quote unquote dies, and she goes to the afterlife. She meets a girl Isis, and like you know, it's like you yeah. stand up for yourself. Ripley's big problem is that Nova took to sounding out words like nothing. Yeah, like like. I'll point to something, I'll say, what is that? And she'll know it. Like, Nova will just, like, she's fast. It's yeah. fucking scary. And Ripley was having a harder time with it. And we're like, look, you're going to make mistakes. It's going to be a little bit difficult, but you're really smart. and You can do this. That was the big thing, was she's doing this, I can't do it. Right. And um, we help her out. We give her a couple sounds, because, you know, you, you have two different words with the same two letters in the beginning and it's a k or a ch yeah. or, you know sound and there are rules and, you know yeah, for certain things that are rules. just constant no but there are some constants that are oh, yeah. just really helpful yeah yeah so like we we just we just help her along it's like you you know we went and we bought comic books the other day she's gonna we're gonna read them together yeah. and uh they're gonna go in to uh i i have them i'll pick a movie and i'll have them read the title because why not yeah. You know, and we were watching an episode of Beware the Batman, and it was like it was it was a store called Castle Hardware. And I told them that when you're trying to figure stuff out, look for clues. Yeah. And there was a a, a the the castle from a chessboard that was the symbol of the hardware store. 
and that castle's a tough word to to sound out because it doesn't. It's like baloney, yeah, you know, or colonel. <laughs> you know that one you just fucking tell them, that's colonel. Yeah, don't try to figure it out. Um, but they've started to look for stuff like that, and and Nova has chunks of words like T O R. Yeah, and, and she's got those, and Ripley's catching up, and she's doing pretty good. Good. But it's the confidence that I want to get in them that I could see she was starting to act. Like how I was right. when I was young, because I was very withdrawn and, and quiet. We went and um, went to the family reunion. She got her fingers three three of her fingers slammed in a door. So like instantly <laughs> that happened to Frankie oh. twice in one day. Oh, same <laughs> fingers, fa- same hand, oh. and really his face was like, "What the fuck, you guys?" Yeah. I mean, like, but it was yeah. like such that you know, like the rubbers, like. It hurt. I mean, right. it didn't do any damage oh, or anything okay. like that. Yeah. And it's you know it's just like whoa, yeah, and just yeah. like people just not paying attention to shit, and him just yeah. all over the place because he's two. Right. But twice in what the second time, I had to burst out laughing, <laughs> which is terrible. And yeah. I'm sure it'll come up in therapy for him. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Go ahead. But that like her fingernails are soft enough. Yeah. It went right across her finger. They were playing. She, yeah. she had just met her cousins from California. They were running around in the room playing, and her hand was on the door or or the door frame. Yeah, bang! So like instantly, she's different than everybody else. You know, it's like that kind of yeah. And it took about two hours to get her calmed down. She had band aids on all her fingers. We're lucky though that on the back of her fingers it was red. It looked like it was going to turn into like blood blisters, yeah, and black and blue marks. Her fingernails didn't turn purple. Nothing. It was the weirdest thing, but it's. It's it's weird to like Nova has turned from doing things recklessly to really being precise and, yeah. and they're like swapping places and you really got to keep an eye on them. Yeah. There's a game is a, a game called Flow where it's different colored dots on a grid and you have to connect all of the dots like red to red, you know, that yeah. kind of thing and you can't overlap the lines. Okay. They're fucking amazing. Like I can, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I can do all right. Like in Temple Run, like these games, like it must have been like when my father would watch me play like Donkey Kong yeah. Junior and Burger Time and shit. Because Nova gets like three hundred thousand on Temple Run. Yeah, who the fuck can do? This? She's right. five. L- Lily does that shit, and I just I got like, eighty eight thousand. I'm like, look at that. Yeah, she goes, <laughs> oh, daddy, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when they give me shit, I'm like, yeah, you want to see this game? It's called fucking Silent Hill. Sit down, strap <laughs> in, here we go. But like, but like, I, I play, we played Resident Evil 4 because it's light. You yeah. know, 5, nah, it's kind of angry. Uh, 6 was okay in parts, but like, I don't play a lot of games, yeah. you know, and I, I try to get as much educational stuff in there as possible. I was sitting in here in the, in the, the studio, and I heard the theme song to Caillou. Uh, it's the only time I ever walked in a room and said, nope, you're not watching Caillou. Right, and they said, right. why not? I said, I don't like that show. Caillou's not a good example. He's kind of a whiny little kid, and you're not. Yeah, and I turned I it off, like and it. they're like, okay. I sang a song once. It came on, and I, I, I sang a song to the theme of Caillou about putting a bullet in my brain. <laughs> and I sang it to Ellen, and she just she lost her shit. I'm not singing it now. Yeah. Uh. Um, I'm I'm wiped out. Alrighty, what do we got for feedback? We got a little bit that I need to find, so we'll be right back. All right. 
All right. So after a little bit, we're back here. Uh, that says it's from James. Oh, fucking! That's not a James I know. It's James trying to sell me pink hats from Miami Heat. Like that kind of shit I need. You have enough pink hats. Yeah, zero. That's enough. <laughs> Actually, there's probably more because I have little girls. But uh, howdy, Frank and Chris. Funny you should mention an outtakes movie. They made a they made a cut storyline and alternate takes outtakes into a second movie that came out to DVD after Anchorman. It's called Wake Up Ron Burgundy. Oh, really? I need to hold on. A, oh, I'm not going to do it while we're on the show. Oh, fuck it. Maybe I will. Um, I'm going to do that. I am going to find that and I am going to watch it. Sounds like a good idea. Most definitely. I had no idea. Did you have any idea that that was a, a thing? Yeah. No, I didn't. But it's a really smart thing to be out right now. Yeah, apparently it came out a while ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about Anchorman 2. It's on a list of movies that my wife has no desire to see. Oh. It's a pretty big list. She has no sense of humor. <laughs> you sure she just doesn't have a different sense of humor? No, she has no sense of humor. <laughs> okay. Let me try this again. Wake up. Wasn't that just a link to it? Run. It was the Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was 2004. Wow. So I'm probably not going to be able to grab a copy of this anywhere. So let's see. Anyway. Anyway, next uh, feedback. Yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> Do we have anything from uh, what's his head? Who? That other douche nozzle who sends us stuff. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I didn't um, mean douche nozzle in a bad way. <laughs> I meant it in a helpful cleansing way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll report back on Wake Up Ron Burgundy next week when I all come right. back. Um, let me just make sure that that was all the feedback. Are those eraserhead photos up there? Yeah. Kind of um, but they're for outside the cinema? Yeah, no. So, oh, should I just open up Photoshop? Hold on. Let me close uh, that shit real fast. Because that'll just crash everything. Oh, no. What's going on with that? You got to pay by the month now or next you, you version? Rent it. Or? See, uh, Bill wanted a black metal version of the dude from uh, that font is Eraserhead. Not, that doesn't work. It's oh, too I fucking am, messy. I am well aware of that. But oh that, is, that is black metal font. I even cleaned up the C. It had a line coming up that oh, made it look like a G. It's a lot of work. It really is. I... I am not a fan of black metal it fonts. It actually makes me want to read it like, oh, da, 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 da. well, that's how they sing. I understand <laughs> it. You know, like yeah, that. but it's still, it's too much work. You know, it's, it, to me, the, the black metal font is basically what a 13-year-old scribbles on his notebook in math class when he yeah. doesn't want to pay attention. Yeah. And I hate it. As when a he designer, just like starts doing weed. As a designer and an artist, I fucking hate it yeah absolutely hate it but it fits what he wanted so i did it yeah because that's what a good weird. designer does the client wants something do your job i said i hate that fucking font but if that's what you want i'll do it and he said fucking do it and shut up no he wasn't that mean um so yeah all right but yeah you know that's that's a whole that's 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 i'll throw that out that's their whole thing that's that's black metal Rock on with your bad self, right? Mm, indeed. Speaking of, 
Are you stressed because of work, family, or relationship problems? Are you tired of focusing your time and energy on projects and activities without seeing any positive results? Do you feel like you have the weight of the world crashing down on your shoulders? Well, we have just the solution for you. Try not giving a fuck. <laughs> not giving a fuck improves your quality of life significantly by drastically reducing your capabilities of giving a fuck. Scientists have proven that the average human being gives 60% too much of a fuck about most daily activities. Why worry about your finances, your health, your reputation, and the well-being of your friends and family when you can simply not give a fuck about those things? You'll be able to do things that you never thought possible, such as growing a mustache, wearing sweatpants in public, peeing on children, then yelling at their parents for trying to stop you, having hookers for lunch every day, masturbating with stolen cheese, and much, much more. Why give a fuck when you cannot give a fuck? Dude, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Nice. Apathy is liberty. I've been saying it for a decade. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I don't like black people. <laughs> it's probably not the last time you're gonna hear that. Oh, Hey there, Chris and day. Frank. This is who the it? fuck is that guy? Yeah. Well, if you hold on a second, I was gonna say this is Reverend Scott. I just wanted to pop in quick and say hi to you guys and remind you that it's only about two months until I'll be in your town. I know that everyone already knows this. I, I just kind of wondered why no one's really talking about it. Why well, think people just don't give a shit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can understand why you two don't talk about it because you basically don't care about anything that doesn't directly involve yourselves. Fuck yeah, go it's, me. Fuck yeah, go me. Exactly. <laughs> should have expected that from you guys, I suppose. I guess I shouldn't be surprised when you guys don't really care. Hell, the last time I told Chris that I was having lots of problems, he wasn't exactly supportive. He can go fuck himself. He's an idiot. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Well, I actually need to get True going story. already. But everyone, make sure to tune in next week when Chris explains that just because I cry after listening to a Phil Collins song, that doesn't make me gay. Well, no, actually, if he liked dudes after that, he would be gay. Yes. I say something very clever. Oh, very clever. I like that. And Frank remarks <laughs> about my beauty and intelligence. You beautiful fucking genius. <laughs> but until then, peace and love, guys. <laughs> show are you serious great show download it everyone you want to listen to this shit man <laughs> fucking bam bam <laughs> what the fuck was that that was the voicemail from last week oh yeah that what wow weird <laughs> uh it sounded more <laughs> echoey i guess than i remembered oh okay um yeah i actually i'm looking forward to scott trying i want to yeah. i'll um I guess I'll free up my schedule to, you know, yeah, that's Rock and Shock, right? Is he coming for Rock and Shock? Yeah. Or? I don't know how long he's going to be up here. I want to go see a midnight show. It would be, it would be, it would be nice to, um, to show a bunch of people, uh, like if they have time to, um, show them, you know, my theater. 
That'd be nice. Hey, uh, I see that dickhead's face from the uh, Boston from the, thing. Yeah. Uh, the guy, remember the, the guy that said, oh, this should have been the picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine, the, the cop? Yeah. He's got night patrol duty now. Yeah, yeah, I heard Fucking about that. Dumbass. I also heard that he was, uh, someone uh, Someone wrote he's in the Athol, A-T-H-O-L, you know that town that we have yeah. in Massachusetts, Athol, um, like working out of that barracks now. She's just uh, like, yeah, say that really slow, Athol, Athol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fuck that guy. He knew. He absolutely knew. What was he real. was yeah, and totally. wasn't able to legally release. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he wasn't fired probably because it was an emotional response. Yeah, and unions probably got involved in all that bullshit. So yeah, whatever. But he 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 got off easy. Yeah. I think he could have been fired. Yeah, and I I don't. It doesn't matter where you stand on the whole thing. If your job is to take pictures, then you're doing it for work, right? And you got to follow their rules, right? Oh, I guess speaking of uh, work and shit you shouldn't shouldn't be talking about. I tell you a story about work. Let me <laughs> let me find the part here. Um I brought it home, but this is gonna go with the uh tattered um the tattered piece of uh, of Africa that almost ruined my life. Look at that. So nice. that is a bearing. That is a tiny little bearing called a cam bearing mm-hmm. because it sits inside. It sits at the top of a camshaft. It's on an arm, and it has it has two arms that come off that um, that 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 poke into sprocket holes. Okay, and it counts sprocket holes, and then when the the shutter moves, they pull back. They go back in, and it counts. So it keeps the soundtrack synced with it. Now, it, there's a disc that's probably, what would you say, that's about five inches across? Mm, it's about the diameter. Yeah. So. Yeah, Scott's going to have a field day with that. So there's a metal <laughs> disc, and in the, on the underside of the disc, it's carved almost uh, all the way around on the outside edge, but then there's a little dip in it. that Much like my cock. Right. I suppose. I've never seen it. That causes the arm to to move out of the way when the film goes through. And the bearing is what is uh, screwed onto the top of the arm that sits in that groove. Okay. So that bearing connects to a camshaft, which connects to the rotor. So it's very important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This (laughs) tiny little bearing. that This is what, like a half an inch, three quarters of an inch? Maybe, yeah. It's smaller than a, a skateboard bearing, right. skateboard wheel bearing. Um, so the four o'clock show, I heard this really high pitched grinding, and it sounded to me like if you spun a roller too fast, and the yep. bearing was starting to go in the roller. So after the show ended, the funny thing is, four and a half minutes left in the show, the sound just went away. Uh, it just stopped. I'm like, oh, okay. It was probably just one of the ball bearings and one of the the bearings itself was just off a little bit or it had a burr on it or something. Doesn't that it was really suck for the audience? No, they can't hear it at all. Oh. No, that's it's all soundproofing and shit. Um Oh I thought I thought you meant the sound for the movie. No, no, no. Well, this was coming from the projector. Oh, okay. So the sound that you had heard went away. Yes. Okay. Um so I, I checked the rollers, all of them spun freely, except for one that was a little stiffer than the rest, but it still spun more than adequately to to allow the film to go through. So I'm like, oh, it was probably that. 
So this this cam assembly sits next to the lens. It's like a it's like a flat, large hockey puck mm-hmm. that sits next to the lens uh, on one of the the film gates. Because the gates there's two clamps on the end, two like like semicircle okay. ones, and the lens right in the front. So they splay out from there. So looking at the front of the projector, it's on the left hand side of the lens. And uh, when I went to thread it, it felt a little warm, but then everything on the projector felt a little warm because it had been running all day. I'm like, yeah, "Eh, that's probably fine. So I ran the 5 o'clock show, and when that ended, I took all the film out, I went to thread it, and I I usually, I didn't even know I did this, but when I go to move the gate back closed for the one side, my arm touches that puck. Yeah. So I touch like as much of it as I can apparently just through habit um, because like if the exhaust isn't working then the rotor is going to be really hot if this isn't working that's going to feel and you know everything feels different when it's fucked up so the 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 cam assembly burned my arm (laughs) and I'm like oh fuck that's really hot (laughs) and um, I stopped for a second and I'm like all right, I have a show to run in 10 minutes can I run the show? Yeah. Right? And the rotor was getting stiff to turn. So I knew that the sound I heard was coming from inside that yeah. piece. And I knew what that did. So I knew that if that froze up, the two uh, points that stick into the sprocket holes could stay sticking straight out and tear the shit out of, the, out right. of, the, out of both sides of the film at any point. And this could have happened at the end of the 4 o'clock right. show could have happened at the five o'clock show i had no idea what had happened was the bearing you saw at the center of the bearing shifted like a 32nd of an inch to the side and it just froze up yeah so the bearing was just rotating it was just spit not spinning it was just rubbing and rubbing and rubbing through that um say rubbing one more time no no put that away um (laughs) through that through that groove Instead of rotating through it, right? The grease that was in it, because the whole thing's greased up to, you know, make it not heat up. Every time I hear the word grease, I think of Groundskeeper Willie. That is <laughs> Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, that's probably what prevented it from seizing up. Um, but if it heated up to the point where the bearing just disintegrated, like, parts would have gone yeah. everywhere. So I called the tech. He didn't answer the phone. I called my boss. He answered the phone, but I called the tech twice. So when my boss answered the phone, I said, I'll call you back. It's not good. I talked to him. He's like, all right, here's what I need you to do. Take the front off the projector. And then there's the the cam shaft that comes down. He's like, you got to check that out, see if that's hot, if it's warped, if there's any cracking. The whole thing was like cool to the touch. So it was just the top. So we diagnosed it pretty quick. Um, We had to cancel a show. I fucking hate canceling shows. Now, here's the thing. Either I cancel the show, or I destroy a $20,000 print. I'll take canceling the show. Well, yeah. Funny thing, too, I'll, I'll give the epilogue, you know, <laughs> when we get to that about. So I tell my boss this is what's going on. He, I, say, I, I say, I have to cancel the show, right? He's like, how long is it going to take to change? I'm like, I don't know. I've never done it. I might not get it lined back up. Uh, I don't know at all. Because um, it's got to be lined up very specifically. Right. Right. 
Fortunately, there's four screw holes on the top, and there was a line drawn like across one side of the circle where it sat on mm-hmm. it. So if you didn't have it lined up, the screws wouldn't be. So it was, that was okay. So Tom, our tech, talks me through the whole thing. I replace it all. It took about a half hour once I got him on the phone for me to do it because I'd never taken it apart. Yeah. And it takes him about 20 minutes to, to change out the bearing, which he just changed out in June. So the bearing just went to hell. And he said, um, he said, okay, this is only the third time one of these bearings has gone bad. And he said, but it, this is the first time somebody caught it before it destroyed a print. Oh, good. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and, and, you know, I was thinking about this. And I got I to gotta say something to my boss because he treats me five years in june was when i was fired i didn't even realize that at the time that's how little that other job matters but thinking back to what what kind of like free reign i had to fix things or improve things or whatever like we weren't allowed to do anything no at amc was always call the tech call the tech right it's like i can fucking fix i can file the aperture plate to get it yeah to call the tech that's and he was fucking useless anyway he was a dumb shit um, you remember him, Ray? Right? Yeah, yeah. He's a douche. He really was. He's friendly to your face. Talks about you behind your yeah. back. He can go fuck himself. Um, but my boss is like, "Okay, do you think you can fix it?" I'm like, uh, "Tom's gonna talk me through it." He's like, "Okay." He allows me, yeah, to do the job. And I realized when I did this, when I fixed it, when I got it all put back together and I ran a test loop and I ran the projector and I only lost one screw, which was found actually yeah. the next morning. I thought it had dropped through the grating in the floor. It didn't. It got stuck someplace else, which was really weird. But Nick found it, got the screw put back in. I realized I'm actually good at my job. Like, well, yeah. You let me do this and I, and I, and I, I fixed a part. I was talked through it on the phone. I fixed the part I didn't even, I've never even seen the inside of. I was pretty proud of myself. That's very cool. So, epilogue to the story, because I ran the 7 o'clock show and then went home and drank an entire bottle of wine. <laughs> that Pacific Rim sweet Riesling was actually really good. It was so good I had to buy another bottle because Ellen didn't have any of it. Um, so, I'm driving to work today, and uh, you come off the Tobin Bridge and you go through Charlestown, that loop there by yep. Bunker Hill. Mm-hmm. right? So, I'm in the left-hand lane. There's cars on my right-hand side. And uh, I drive real fast and then get into the right-hand yeah. lane because I'm an asshole this morning because I was a little bit late and I didn't want to lose any time. So then they're doing construction near the front of the museum, so I got stuck halfway. Yeah, Longfellow Bridge has been closed. Right? Yeah, I got stuck halfway between the red light and yeah. the crosswalk, so I sat on the right-hand side of the road in the middle of the intersection. So I drive into work. I go all the way up. There's a car behind me the entire time. I'm looking at the person. I'm like, that person looks really fucking familiar. I get out of my car. She gets out of her car. And it's the vice president of the department. Oh, cool. (laughs) like, fuck. (laughs) I cut her off. I sat in the middle of an intersection in front of her. (laughs) Shit at my job, but I'm a shitty driver. God damn it. And that's the worst I've driven in a long time. I'm usually very polite. Because other stuff that people do piss me off. Like, if you're on a motorcycle, fuck you if you drive down the middle of the road in in dead traffic. Oh, yeah. I want to open my door and fucking flip you over the bike because you're just an asshole. I I can't stand that (laughs) shit. 
You know, if you're on a scooter and you're all the way over on the right-hand side, yeah, that, that's, that's fine. Thing. But if you're, you know, Mr. Douche fucking on, on your Ducati like this morning and you're driving between cars and you're almost hitting everybody's mirrors because that's how packed the traffic is, yeah. you go fuck yourself right off. Yeah. Um, but we talked, she's, she's like, you lost a show? I'm like, yeah. I said, but. And I said, if I ran the show. I would have destroyed the print. But she's, I won the war, she, bitch. I won the she's war. Like, no, she's super nice. Um, and she's like, well, that's fair. <laughs> and then we talked about some other stuff, and I don't think she realized it was me that was in front of her. So, <sighs> But no, I like her, actually. The first uh, the first year I was there, we had uh, an employee-like gathering yeah. kinda, at, uh, at some farm in Central. Oh, Fuck that hurt. Central, what'd you do? I just ripped off a band-aid. Oh. Yeah, I had to stab my I had to take my drugs today. Oh. And uh she wasn't she wasn't uh our department's boss at the time. Um, but she sat down, invited me to sit with the other VPs and the head guys uh from maintenance and stuff and like get to know people. And I'd only been there like three months. But they they, they all knew my name. Were you like, working Wednesday at about Four, three thirty, four. Well, yesterday, Wednesday. Yeah, yesterday. No, I was home. Oh, all right. wasn't I? Because I was in town, and I was oh. like, I was because I was coming back from sneaker museum. Yeah, and um, I um, I was like, like there was some traffic. It was like three thirty. I'm like, why the fuck is there traffic? Because I got there at like one. I'm like, this is yeah. good. I'll be able to get out of here a little bit earlier. And it was cool. Yep. Like I left, the, I left the office at like three. I'm in Starro Drive. I'm like, I'm like, this is this. It's three o'clock. Right. I should be. And it's not a Friday, yeah. right? No, I should be because, out of here because Starro is substituting for Longfellow Bridge Mother in certain parts. Fuck! It's just like, come on! It's not even. Yeah. No, worth we're we're it. doing a, we're doing our twelve hour shift, so, so I leave at like eight eight thirty. Oh, like I was oh. I was gonna I was just like you know what I got some time maybe I'll go over to the museum <laughs> see what's going on see if he's there. Now with uh, with one of our other uh, projectionists uh, on vacation, it's been one of us on, one of us yeah. off, and back and forth. So yesterday was my day off. I have like five days in a row coming up because it's the weekend and we split those shifts. Oh, that's cool. That's gonna no, it's not. <laughs> Fortunately, though, the nice thing is, like, Labor Day, we go back to our normal schedule, and then the day after Labor Day is Staff Appreciation Day, which we all know means we're going to close for the day because it's super slow. Yeah. Which is totally makes sense. Yeah. I mean, everybody, every school goes back in. Everybody's at work. Yeah. Parents are out yeah, having parties and getting yeah. drunk. There are no field trips that first yeah. day. So... Why run the building when you could close and do critical maintenance? Yeah. Makes sense. So we all get a day off. Cool. Which is nice, too, because that's the kindergarten evaluation day. That's when they get to go for that. And then Thursday, we find out what class they're in. Friday's their first day of school. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. The bus is going to be tricky because we've got to get them on the bus, but they're, they're, they live too close yeah. to be on the bus. Uh, it's... Still waiting to hear back. Did I tell the story about um, the day before we left for vacation with the job posting at the museum? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened? Nothing yet. That? Nothing, Nothing yet. It takes a while. I looked back yeah. through my records, and um, I had applied in February, like February 11th. Yeah. My interview. Yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't start till like April or April May, 6th right? yeah. was my first day, but my first first interview was March 23rd. Yeah. So... 
April 11th to March 23rd. And the interview was probably, when he called, it was probably like, can you come in three days from now? So there's a, there's a while yeah. to go. Um, so I don't know. She just got to get the fuck out of that other place. It's, it's, it's not even like the writing is on the wall. It's like somebody's carving it into the rock into now. Into her desk. Yeah. Like they're at, I can't even go yeah. into it. I can't. I, I've told her before, I won't even name the place yeah. until she's gone. So, but they, 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 every time it's like, they're doing what? Oh, fucking, yeah. who's in charge? Nobody? <laughs> oh, fantastic. Jesus. <sighs> All right. All righty. Let's call it. Okay. It's 1130. That's not bad. That's not bad. Now I can get about six hours of sleep, maybe. I'm actually, I may actually just watch um, Kill Bill on the computer. Yeah. I got to eat By something. By the time I get home. I got to get all the alcohol out of the car. I bought some sangria. I got some, uh, a couple of beers and another Pacific Rim. I am, actually, if she gets the job, I'm going to buy one of those skinny little bottles of ice wine. Because, yeah. because holy shit, that stuff's tasty. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little bit thicker. Rice wine? Ice wine. Oh, ice wine. Yeah. They pick the grapes when they're frozen. Oh. It's really interesting. It's it's a little bit thicker, but it's very sweet. So that'll be like the celebration kinda yeah. if if she if fuck if she gets an interview it would be worth a celebration. But I told her I'm like you need you need an online presence, you need a LinkedIn profile. Oh definitely. Because everybody looks at that shit. Like I, I, I have no intention of going anywhere else. And like but I, people look at. I, it. I change mine up here yeah. and there. You know, I added my job description the other day. You know, a couple of somebody I know uh, applied at another place, so I went in and endorsed them yeah. on the uh, on the stuff that when I worked with them, it's weird. The person that I worked with at first, I was their boss in one place, and then when we were in another company, he was my boss. So it's like I've seen both sides yeah. of like how he re- how he reacts to. Uh, being told what to do and then being in charge and it was it was nice. So like I go in and I'm like, okay, that 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 because I'm a reference for him. So it's like yeah. if I endorse here and they see that, then they call me and it's like right, just trying to help. Yeah, you know. I don't oh. know. So yeah, Ellen has like no no fucking internet pro- presence, which is kind of good because they can't find out anything like stupid. Yeah, you know. So, but I don't know. I mean, at the museum, I work at the museum, so it's like yeah. uh, there's not right. much else, like except for here. Yeah, here you go. This person would be good. And the plus with them hiring her is they don't need to they don't need to provide health insurance because they're already doing that. So she's actually a more desirable hire because they don't have to pay out the extra for health insurance. Yeah, but that's such a. I mean, in the whole big scheme of things, I wonder how much that. Remember, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if they did it with you, but when they were doing uh, manager training for Lowe's, it was like thousands and thousands of dollars per employee that would get health insurance. Yeah. So to not have to spend that and still get an employee out of the deal, not bad. Yeah. So we'll see. I know it's definitely something that companies will look at. Yeah. So anyway, that's, anyway, that's a bunch of rambling, and fuck uh, it, that's it, right? Yeah. All right. Have a good week, folks. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.
Are you still there? Ladies and gentlemen, this is WWE superstar CM Punk welcoming you to another edition of Grammar Slam, where I, CM Punk, read your tweets and fan mail directed towards me and uh, correct your awful, awful grammar. Today, we're doing one of my favorites, the difference between figuratively and literally. All right, today we're going to start off with a tweet. At CM Punk, you are literally a piece of shit. I am not literally a piece of shit. Figuratively, maybe I'm a piece of shit and I'm a bad human being, but literally I am not a piece of shit. As you see me standing here before you, I am a human being. Literally. I'll go on and now read this letter, and I'm going to try my best to be calm about it. Comes to you from Len A. CM Punk. How can you think you can stop John Cena? Nobody can. All caps. He's yelling at me now. How rude. He is literally on fire right now. Is he, is he literally on fire? Is he Because if he's literally on fire, Len, we need to go put him out. We need to go throw him in a pool. We need to go, I don't know, spit on him. Because if he's literally on fire, the man is going to perish. I got to go call John Cena right now and see if he's in intensive care. Because if he was on fire, he would be. He's not on some sort of a streak. He's not on a hot streak. He's not just doing really good. He would be figuratively on fire. You see, because figuratively is used as a metaphor. Literally is just that. I don't even know how to explain it. The definition is literally. It's not just me, is it? Is it just me? I'm sitting here ranting and raving in this guy. You're, you're figuratively driving me crazy. There's a chance you've literally driven me crazy. But I can't explain that to you because you don't know the difference between figuratively and literally. Hey, literally. Hey, 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 calm down, calm down. I, I, I can cheer I'm you up. I'm sorry. I will cheer you up. I'm sorry, this I, just gets me so fucked I know, up, I literally just recycled every bottle in Southern California. This is the last one. I literally, I recycled everything. Literally, it's all, all of them. See, it's the last one. What about that bottle over there? Well, let's, I mean, you know. I literally just smashed a bottle over his head! That's all you get, jerks!